0: Hey there, it looks like you found yourself Between Two Tablets, where we connect people and technology in an ever-changing world. Stick around, you just might like what you hear. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another thrilling episode of Between Two Tablets. Sports Center, right? Nice, okay. Uh, I'm your host, Bonnie Smith, and we have the beloved Ben over here. Beloved our, ben. our, our, true... I host. think that's
1: the first time anybody's used that word to describe me, so thanks.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Good day. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, but Ben's going to sit down with us today and we're going to chat, um, about a part of our business. We've talked about it before, yep. um, but we're going to go into a bit more detail of kind of what that looks like, what, um, the value of it is and, uh, really just kind of more information on it. So yep. what is this thing we are going to talk about then?
1: So a lot of you might've heard us talk about this and refer to it as buyback, but mm-hmm. it's actually going to be kind of. Rewritten as ITAD, um, it's a more familiar phrase for those in the industry, and um, IT asset disposition. So basically, nice. it is just helping people get rid of old IT assets. So your traditional companies, corporations, government agencies, whatever—they obviously buy and get rid of product on a three to five-year refresh cycle, and usually when when. The end of that life comes up for that particular device they need to do something with it so mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that we offer some sort of a service that assists them with that whether they're trying to resell the product into a third-party market um, whether they want to recycle it data destruct all that fun stuff so yeah um, we're excited we've kind of our like up to this point, we've just offered this as a service to our customers when they've asked us about it, because obviously like stickiness, as Matt likes to call it, like we have <laughs> one customer, but we can do a lot of things for that one customer because we have so many different services. Right. Um, then we started to get more frequently requested like buyback opportunities, recycling opportunities that we wanted to allocate some resources to building that out. And um, yeah, we're really excited to kind of more formally launch this and um you're going to play a big part in that, obviously. I know it's kind of a new opportunity for you, so we're excited <laughs> to see where that goes for you. And, and uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so we are um, kind of in that process of, like you said, kind of building it up and, and really making it uh, – more of a, a, a standard service that we offer. Yep. Um, talk me through what some of the value of this service is. Like if you're, let's say, a school or an organization, you know, what value is there in in this service?
1: Yeah. So, organizations look at assets kind of in a weird way. So, especially school districts or like government agencies because they they all have budgets, right? And mm-hmm. they've allocated a certain amount of their budget to purchasing electronic equipment for use. The way that these organizations typically view this stuff is like out of sight, out of mind. Like we already raised the money, we allocated the money in our budget, we spent the money, so like we have these now and they're worthless to us. Sure. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to Kind of reinvent the way that these organizations think about their assets and their inventory because even some of the oldest stuff is still worth something to somebody. Especially when you talk about the international markets where some of these products aren't available yeah. uh, as readily to them. And so <clears throat> you may have a 2013, 14, 15 MacBook um, that's kind of getting outdated for the for the technology use here in the states. But like you may go to um, I don't know somewhere in south america or africa and like they just don't have the same access to the same equipment and so there's a huge market for that stuff so we really try to take you know the phrase of like one man's trash is another man's treasure yep. kind of thing and so uh, we're trying to kind of just re-establish how people view uh, the value of their inventory because it's not just simply like hey we paid for it so whatever happens to it is whatever mm-hmm. like that money's already gone We're trying to find ways to put money back into the organization's pocket, whether it's a school district to add to their budget for the next year, whether it's a corporation to be able to, you know, fund a corporate event or something like that, but then also trying to give these devices kind of new life in somebody else's hands. So um, we're really excited about being able to educate our customers more on that. Like it's becoming, it's gaining momentum and the awareness of it. And so thankfully we're not launching a brand new like ideology behind this, but Mm -hmm. um, we're really excited to kind of see where it goes and and not only what we can do to help kind of um, improve the, the, you know, digital footprint, not digital footprint, but more so just like the e-waste side of things and make sure that electronics are getting recycled responsibly and getting put back into the environment in a way that's safe. Um, and practical for those that need to use it.
0: Absolutely. So, and you kind of mentioned too on the recycling part and then the data destruction mm-hmm. too. Um, talk to me about those services and what those can offer. A customer yeah,
1: too. so we're currently working towards getting our certifications for R2 and our ISO certifications to make sure that like we can directly recycle those items responsibly. Uh, but in the interim, we've got partners throughout the country that can help. Uh, they provide the certificate of destruction, mm-hmm. um, data deletion, data wiping, shredding, um, separation of plastics and metals and melting and all that stuff. So um, we feel like we've got a really well-rounded approach to this, to some product. Our customer will say, I don't really care what you do with it, just make sure my data is off of it. So we'll clear the data, we'll provide a certificate that shows that the data's been wiped, and then we'll load a fresh operating system on it and we'll redistribute it to somebody that needs it. Yeah. Some people will say, I don't want this going back into the world, so I just <laughs> want you to shred it and show me proof that you shred it. Uh, We've got partners that record that whole process, so you can see your product going into the machine, you can see your product getting destroyed, and then you can see what happens at the end, and then obviously another certificate of destruction is Mm -hmm. provided to them. So, um, what we can't do in-house, we have some great partners, uh, great reputations, do things the right way, um, and we're really excited to be able to bring that all in-house to be truly a full-service provider at that point.
0: Yeah, for sure. I want to dive into our process a little bit. Um, I know we've actually been working on yeah. kind of what that journey looks like, but walk me through. So starting from when you know one of our customers has some devices they want to get rid mm-hmm. of, walk me through what that device journey looks like.
1: Yeah. So initially, everybody's got that closet or the basement or something where they just have like devices that just throw stuff started to create a pile, <laughs> and at some point, somebody comes across and is like. That's probably worth something. We should do something with it. Yeah. So our sales team, um, as well as our specific like ITAD team, something that you're going to be doing is going to be looking for um, all sorts of equipment from all these different people. So we'll approach them. They'll approach us. They'll say, hey, I've got this excess equipment. I'd love for you guys to help me get rid of it. We'll get all the details that we can. Um, Sometimes we get just a little bit. Sometimes we get a lot. The Mm -hmm. more info, the better. For those of you sending stuff to us, like the more information (laughs) you give us, the more likely it is we're going to be able to give you a better offer because we can know exactly what to expect when it comes in and what we're going to be dealing with. But we'll get all the specifications of the devices that they want to send us, make, model, color, capacity, you know, Wi-Fi, cellular, um, storage, all that kind of stuff. We'll determine kind of what our offer price is, kind of sight unseen. Uh, We'll provide an estimate to the customer. Customer gets everything packed up safely to make sure nothing gets broken in transit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once it gets here, we go through an initial inspection process just to verify that what the customer said they were sending is actually what we receive, so that we can get ahead of any discrepancies before we start processing. Right. Um, but also just to inspect for physical damage, like if something was damaged during shipping or whatever. We want to just kind of that's the first line of defense for not only us but for our customers, so that we can we can make sure that again they're getting the the most value from their devices. Oh possible. yeah, because
0: if they say they're sending fifty iPads and we only have ten, maybe we're mix, missing a couple boxes. Yeah, or, you know, or something. maybe
1: the UPS guy decided he wanted to you know <laughs> have a nice Christmas for his family this year or something. So. Um, we like to just get that initial inspection out of the way to verify what we've received versus what was told. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, it goes through kind of a <clears throat> pretty robust like intake quality assurance and grading uh, process to where our ITAD team will go through. They'll physically inspect everything to grade it physically based on just cosmetics and housing condition and keyboards and screens and all this stuff. Which We've got a grading scale that we provide to our customers ahead of time so that they know kind of what bucket everything would fall under. Mm -hmm. Um, During that same process, we've got a few different uh, services that we use that will test the device and tell us what's functional, what's not, um, so that we know if there are any repairs necessary. It'll tell us what the battery life is on the device, all that stuff, which will really help us understand, like, is this going to be a refurb? Like, or is this going to be something that we need to install a new product on to get the most value out of it or make it even just operable in the first place? Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this going to be an as-is? Is Is this going to be for parts only? We'll go through and we create a manifest based on what we find and, and we grade everything out at that point. And in a lot of instances, it doesn't always match what the estimate was just because a lot of time, these these IT professionals, they've got a lot more to do than worry about, you know, every single line item on a manifest when oh, they yeah. send us the initial estimate. So we find that there are some discrepancies. You know, somebody may have said, I sent you 150, you know, grade A iPads and we get them and they're etched. They've got the laser engravings and the houses, the housings are bent. And so we may have some A's, but then we have some B's and C's and D's and iCloud and all this other stuff. So... Once we've finished that manifest, we put it into a, a formal purchase agreement where the customer can review the details of the devices and say, um, yes, I accept this offer or let's negotiate or no thanks, I'd like my stuff back um, most of the time again this is free money to them so they'll take what they can get especially because they don't (laughs) want the hassle of having to get it all shipped back to them and and sit in a closet for another six months where it will make it worth less than it already is today (laughs) exactly so um usually once that gets approved then we go through inventorying those products um and transfer of ownership we pay the customer get them all settled up on what we owe them and then we redistribute recycle whatever it is that we've decided to do with that lot um go through different brokers, different e-commerce websites, and and whatnot, and again, just kind of keep the life cycle of these devices moving, even though one person may be done with it for their needs. Doesn't mean there's not another party or two out there that could use it for theirs.
0: Yeah, something you brought up that really just kind of struck a chord in my mind was (laughs) the urgency around moving through these old devices. Like, if you're, you know, in an organization or company where you've made the decision, you've moved on from a set of devices, like, the sooner you can get them out and, and to us, for example, yeah. like the more money we can get you for them. Because it's crazy the value that it loses the longer it sits. I mean, we yeah. know technology is outdated basically the second you buy it yeah. nowadays. So the longer it sits, the less money it's worth. Yeah, so
1: technology is very much like cars. Like, let yeah. say the <laughs> second you drive it off the lot, <laughs> it depreciates in value. And, and it's true with technology as well. And, you know... Uh, it's kind of all based on perception because yeah. like I still rock an iPhone 8 and I don't care because <laughs> it does everything that I need to do. But I'm not like a tech junkie. So like I don't need the newest and the flashiest and all this stuff. Yeah. But I do say like I recommend to all customers new and existing that like when you're having the discussion about replacing your equipment, that's when you need to start getting information on what your stuff is worth today. Don't wait until you've already replaced it to start farming for that information Mm -hmm. like you don't need to you don't need to necessarily get rid of it at that point but you at least need to be like aware of the fact that you're going to move it make a commitment to say we're we're committed to replacing these units we're going to replace them by this date of this month and at that point when you make that decision that's when you really should start gathering your old assets or have a plan to get rid of them because it truly is like every 30 days it seems these devices are just losing value and yeah. it's not by just small like pennies it's it's typically like chunks like mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 percent of its value um, especially because these manufacturers are coming out with new devices so frequently. you know we're used yeah. to once a year new devices coming out. it seems like once a quarter there's something new now so mm-hmm. um, we just recommend staying ahead of it and trying to get the most value out of it especially because in most cases it is free money like mm-hmm. you've already allocated that money four or five years ago. I can think of things that people would love to do with ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars or more worth of cash coming right back to their business for selling an old asset that was Absolutely. otherwise going to collect dust for another year too. Yep, so.
0: and lose a significant <coughs> amount of value right away too, right? For sure. Uh, talk to me about kind of the back end of things where, um, you know, we're then kind of reselling this these these devices. Like mm-hmm. what what does that bring to people if they're maybe looking for a used device or, or that side of things?
1: Yeah, there are a handful of different markets. Um, obviously, to, to move this equipment to, there's kind of the e-commerce side that we launch, which is more of the consumer base. So like our highest quality product that comes through here. So say we get some brand new or, like new A grade, B grade iPads, we know we can not only get more selling them e commerce, but consumers are more often looking for used electronics at a more affordable price than paying $1,500 through the Verizon store to get a new mm-hmm. iPhone or whatever. Um, only installments of $500 a month for the next 13 <laughs> years, and you end up owning the iPhone and you paid like 30 grand for it over right. time. Um, but we found that there are the markets for consumers on ecom. But then there's also a wholesale, like brokerage network that we work with that redistributes these things. We don't do a ton directly with international uh, vendors, but we work with vendors who buy the product from us and then they redistribute through international channels. Mm-hmm. So whether you're talking about getting Chromebooks into like poverty-stricken areas in other countries that maybe don't have, you know, they just now got internet or whatever, like that that exists and I know it sounds weird to talk about that because we're like we're in the heart of Johnson County which is like you know each student is designated a personal robot in their schools (laughs) whatever so like it does kind of humble you a little bit to remember that there are countries out there hell there are even cities in America that just don't have the same resources and so when we can move a couple hundred Chromebooks from you know uh, a Top ten wealthiest counties in the nation to a school district in Somewhereville, USA. That just like just now has like
0: devices or two
1: G like not the old projectors. Yeah, right. So there's always there's always a, a, a. a world where we can we see it as our responsibility to try to help improve the circumstances when it comes to technology especially in schools because that's such an area that's such a heavy focus area for us yeah. so if we can take a couple hundred Chromebooks and distribute them to a place that will help enhance the learning that these students the experience that they have and um, you know that's that's a responsibility that we take pretty seriously and, and yeah. one of the greatest reasons like biggest reasons why I'm really excited about kind of the the development of this program now that we're committed to really building it out. Mm -hmm.
0: I spoke a few weeks back with Anna from CoderZ and we talked on that episode about digital equity. And so that's something I I didn't really realize Mm -hmm. before talking to you right now, that that's an impact that we're going to really try to combat. And like you said, get devices in areas or, or even just you know, locations that don't have access to that or, or maybe can't afford the latest and greatest sure. MacBooks, whatever that looks like. So that's awesome. Yeah,
1: it's, it's really cool to be a part of. And, and there are a lot of partners that we have that provide different services like MDM and stuff that uh, have a really heavy influence in that side of things that really focus on, like, inner city schools and stuff yeah. around the country and even internationally. Like, uh, I think I've talked about Jamf before mm-hmm. and how they set up these, like, learning pods in these foreign countries that, you know, are under underprivileged, we'll call it um and it's really cool to see these organizations doing those types of things for the right reason like if you're going to occupy a space in tech then have have a have an impression that you make that's more than just a great environment for your employees it's more than just the revenue that you generate like make an impact you have an opportunity to it's right in front of you so Mm -hmm. it seems kind of silly to not to not pursue that at all times.
0: Absolutely. I think about maximizing what we have, and what we have available. Right. So I think about my mom, bless her heart, her iPad, <laughs> she uses it for like two things and yeah. that's it. And I'm like, mom, you can use this for so much more, you know, yeah. but it's that concept of maximizing what we have yeah. and, and spreading that too.
1: Yeah. And, and there are various levels. I think that we all need to, to be aware of, you know, our generation yeah. is very spoiled and we live and die by our devices. And, uh-huh. and so You know, the way that we use them, even me, like the way that I use them compared to another 30 something year old is like probably they're very different. Like I use mine bare minimum. I have one page of folders (laughs) and it's all just like functional stuff like utility I literally, like, pretty much everything I have is a utility of some sort. Like, it's a tool for me to use to enhance my daily living. Sure. I don't have all the social media stuff. I don't have all the games. I don't have, like, that's just not how I utilize my phone. I don't take pictures. I don't take videos or anything. Mm -hmm. You may find another person who uses theirs to control their oven and their (laughs) thermostat and, like, take their kid for a walk and, like, all these and, like, pet their dog, like, remotely. (laughs) Like, they're just... There's so much random stuff that's yeah. used today, and so I think we have to kind of take a step back and understand that technology has so many uses for so many people, but some are simple and some are complex. And so for the simple market, this second life opportunity for these devices is, is perfect for mm-hmm. people like your mom who mm-hmm. like maybe only use her iPad to check her email and watch YouTube videos. <laughs> like, great, there's a device for you. Don't go out and spend... Fifteen, twenty, five hundred dollars $2,500 $2, on a new MacBook because you don't need all that that has to offer. My mother-in-law is one perfect. Like, she has an iPad that works perfectly for what it is that she wants to use it for. And probably, you know, every every dozen times I see her or so, it's like, you know, I really feel like I should I should maybe upgrade this. It's getting kind of old and, and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, does it still work for what you need it for? Because I can tell you, you don't need to spend six seven eight hundred dollars to get a new tablet right if you're only gonna use it for 10 or 15 percent of what it's intended to do so save Mm -hmm. your money and continue to use it until you can't anymore and um she still this day has used it my parents have (laughs) devices that they've still used we do at our house like if it if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of thing right that's right so it's it's a really cool thing to look at when you take a step back and and recognize the impact that just because it doesn't do what you need it to do doesn't mean it won't be a perfect fit for somebody else kind of like adopting a dog or a kid or whatever like that's not for everybody Or buying a house which we're doing right now like not every house is for everybody but like there's a house for everybody so it's not one is going to be perfect for all but it's going to be perfect for one and that's what matters so. and that's
0: kind of where we come in is playing that matchmaker yep. finding finding the need that they have and filling somebody else's need with yeah. you know just just connecting the dots really yep
1: it's really cool so you're gonna Love get it. to play matchmaker i can't I'm wait for you it should yes. be a lot of fun.
0: i so. am too and for those of our listeners who are interested in finding out more information or just curious about what this means what this could look like um, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or, yeah. um, you can always email us. We're itad, that's I T A D at TechCycleSolutions.com. Yeah. Um, so you can find out more information there and then we'll be sharing more on social media as well. So be sure to give us a follow there and follow along this journey. It's going to be a fun one. What she said, all of that, <laughs> all of that retweet, right? <laughs> right. All right. Insert that's right. Links. <laughs> all around, Somewhere all of here. the links. Yep. Oh, from our tech guru, Benny. That's Garrett. right. It's that. Just right here. Just oh my gosh. Insert. Okay, thanks. There's going to be a day when we
1: probably can do that when yeah. I can be like, beep, boop, beep, beep, grab and like insert into just thin air and it's just, you know, Google Glasses kind of thing. Uh huh, uh
0: huh. Can't wait Don't wait for leave that the day. tech to me. I won't, don't worry. <laughs> guys so much for joining us and ben thanks for sharing i
1: appreciate it i'm
0: excited to see where this thing takes off too so uh thanks again and be sure to join us next week for another episode of between two tablets
1: bye